All right. So, as for a recap of what's happened thus far, Kinsey Pax and Roland have been into Tobias Station attempting to overthrow the corrupt security chief, Captain Morales. Uh, in doing so, they made somewhat uh, inroads within the the more impoverished parts of the city, kind of like trying to champion them. That had mixed results. They also uh sort of got involved with a lot of different criminal syndicates uh, uh for various reasons they are currently specifically working for Salem Bahara of the Kanum family to solve the murder of uh his uh lover Ephraim uh who uh was thought lost uh quite a while ago in the mountains far away from here but turned up dead and murdered so they're investigating that murder um they also um have agreements with a few other uh criminal families uh and uh right now they're all kind of on the run, uh, Roland got arrested, as did Kinsey. Pax avoided being arrested. Then the power went out in the station. During that time, Roland managed to convince Captain Morales' right-hand man uh, to stand aside if they tried to make a move against Morales. And uh, Pax broke into the station master's office uh, to discover that the station master ain't the station master. It's in fact, um, uh, uh, apparently, Eddie Copeland, the the station master of Tobias Station um, has uh, been not there for some time. Um, and uh, a person who has been forced by Morales to wear a digi disguise and impersonate uh, uh, Eddie Copeland on a, a few public appearances. Um, uh, this fella named Carver Barkley, a failed actor from San Cordero with a lot of gambling debts, uh, who kind of got roped into this situation. Pax broke him out of his uh, estate prison uh, and hid him in the general store of Shirley Charlotte, um, who is looking after him. Uh, and while that was going on, Kinsey and Roland were in their bar having just sort of kind of made frenemies with uh leo riggs the right hand man um and then a gang that these three have kind of uh been sort of allies and sort of enemies with for on and off um uh came to uh rob their bar thinking that they were in prison they weren't in prison and a fight broke out and some of the bar did catch on fire um <laughs> but the fire is put out the the uh bandits are are slain um kinsey has fed one of them to the carnivorous tree in the corner of the saloon um I believe you two said you were hiding the other two bodies in the vents. And um, meanwhile, uh, Pax, you are um, in the the main body of the station having uh, just dropped off Carver Barkley at Shirley Charlotte's. So uh, one thing that happens is you – I believe – I can't remember if Roland and Kinsey, if you – I don't think you have – a security guards radio but pax you have a security guards radio i do um so you you do hear as you're kind of making your way uh uh to like from uh shirley charlotte's to somewhere else uh the radio does crackle on uh uh captain captain go ahead what is it uh i don't i don't know how to 
how to tell you this, but uh, spit it out, Jackson. Well, uh, um, uh, Copeland, Copeland date. One of them broke into Copeland's office. What? Uh, one, one, of, one of them broke into Copeland's office. No, no, I heard you. Can you elaborate on exactly what you're talking about? Uh, well, uh, the, the short, the short one with the dark hair, the lady, the lady with the knives. She, she broke in and uh, she, she, well, she took him. She took Copeland. I'll be right there. Meanwhile, everyone get uh, uh, get the hangar shut down. Uh, get patrols around the outside. Station some people outside the the stables. We cannot let these three leave Tobias Station. And then there's a slight pause and saying, and uh, Captain, what what do we do if we if we find um, Co Copeland? Well, if you find Copeland, take him back to his room, will you? Thanks. I'm on my way. Get moving, folks. Can I roll a resilience roll? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Um, this is the roll to get back hit points. Of which I have not that many. Da, da, da. A little new dice. See if they'd betray me. Oh, man. They all betrayed me. I have a reroll. How many is it per hit? Just one? one? One. Every success you roll gives you a hit point when you roll okay. a resilience roll. Cool. I get one hit point back. Yeah. Betrayal. Uh, cool. Well... I don't have my, like, radio radio, just the, just the security radio. So, I have to go to get my radio. <laughs> okay. I believe you left it with uh, Leonard Yen. Yes, I did. Okay, so you're heading back to the hotel? No. Um, I mean, yes, the long way. Uh, I think I think I'm going to do I don't want to lead people to where um they are. So I'd like to sneak up to the upper crust. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I want to sneak up instead of down. Okay. Um, well, so as you're moving through the station, you do see a lot of security guards moving around. Seems like they're out in force. Um, yeah. Go ahead and roll a, a sneak test for me. I guess no negatives because you're heading up to the upper crust and there you do notice that they don't seem to be thoroughly swarming up there. I mean, that would cause a bit of a stir now, wouldn't it? <laughs> But uh, you do have to pass quite a few uh, security guards on your way around the station, for sure. Uh, 
Does stealthy give you a plus one or a plus two? Uh, stealthy gives you a plus one to sneaking. Okay. And if you if it is light armor that is also fitted, then you net a plus two to your sneak because great. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I have a fourteen. Well, I have an eleven. Uh, I have, I have the fourteen and an eleven. So you have two net successes. Yes. Okay. So it it takes you not you're you're pretty swift when you're sneaking. Um, so it doesn't take you a ton of time, but there are a couple points where you have to like kind of hide out and watch as security guards move around. Um, uh, and you also hear over the radio, probably before you turn it off as some security guards are running by, um, uh, you hear Zoe, Blair, Natalie, Teddy, George, Albert, get to knocking on doors. See if anyone's harboring these fugitives. This is fine. This is so fine. Um, <laughs> great. Uh, but uh, over the course of, uh, you know, a decent amount of time, handful of minutes, you're able to, like, move from hiding spot to hiding spot on your way up, find a stairwell that doesn't seem to have a lot of foot traffic. You work your way up there. Um, and then eventually you do uh, open up a door and squint against the the setting sun. Um uh, as you uh, step out into the open air of the upper crust on top of the mesa. Okay. Where do you I, head from there? I like... I think... <laughs> I think I'm going to head toward where the hotel is below me. Uh, but not going down the stairs, right? No. On on the <laughs> I want to go to the edge where the balconies are. You're you're moving to the edge of the mesa is what you're saying. Yeah. Positioning yourself perhaps above the balconies of the hotel. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um such a bad idea. You're I'm gonna go ahead and say you're able to achieve that. You got two successes, so like I might make you roll, but there's not a lot of security guards up here. You're going rolling against uh, against the the random people who live up in the upper crust, uh, and you know they're not. They probably have a neighborhood watch, but <laughs> um, but you're able to uh, make short work of like avoiding being seen by the civilians up here. Uh, and yeah, you get to the edge of the mesa, and you can see quite a ways down from you. Um, uh, the uh, some of the balconies of um, the hotel that uh, Henry, uh, Harry, and Leo are uh, staying at. Great, I'm going to jump down to those balconies. That just like just like free fall jump. I have my grab stability harness. Okay, that was the detail you were missing <laughs> in this whole thing. I was like, are you using a grappling hook? Are you just fucking diving? Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what rating is the grab stability harness? Mm, that's a really good question. I made it, right? Yeah, I think it's excellent. It's excellent oh, that'd, be, that'd be excellent quality then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, cool, all right, sweet. Um, so I'm going to need a gymnastics test from you. Um, I'm going to put this at... We'll say a minus three 
uh, to try and aim for specifically that balcony along the the cliff's edge. It's not like a sheer cliff edge. There's like some like jagged like outcroppings you have to avoid, like that kind of thing. Um, so it's pretty hard. Uh, now the grab stability harness does give you a plus two, so that nets you only a minus one. Okay. <laughs> this is fine. Yeah. This is fine. Yeah, it's totally fine. Oh my god. I'm gonna just die. I'm just gonna pancake at the bottom of this freaking meta. Umbra's gonna be like, ooh, dinner. Um God. Okay, I get a reroll. Get a reroll. That's two hits. Should I twist the knife? Um how do I feel as I'm falling? <laughs> you, you may want to twist the knife. <laughs> I'm twist the knife. Yeah, I'm gonna start yeah so two successes means you'll aim for the right place, but uh, three successes will mean you'll aim for the right place and you won't take damage when you land. I like that because I don't have that many hit points left. Yeah. Um. Perfect. Yeah. So I will spend. Twist the knife is three. Uh. Two. Two. Oh. So I will spend two grit. Cool. Yeah. So you uh, you're sneaking uh, up along the upper crust, uh, using the shadows of the setting sun to your advantage as you uh, move around buildings unnoticed. And then you get to the edge. You take one peek. There's a big gust of wind. You pull back for a second. Take a deep breath. Press the uh, the module on the grab stability harness. It lights up on like the little like uh, the straps around like your shoulders and like your your thighs. And then you just swan dive off of the edge of Tobias Station and like <laughs> dart down. And as you do, uh, as you're flying down, you like you pick up a bunch of speed for a second, and then those like uh, those um, emitters on like the harness start to glow, and like the, your gravity gets manipulated, and you start like gliding down a little more controlled and then you are able to like kind of twist your body and use like the air resistance to like swing around uh and then land pretty uh uh like not like extremely quietly but like pretty controlled on the balcony uh just kind of like land and like do a slight uh you almost do like a three-point hero landing right um but it's not like it's not like you know you you like kind of like land and like uh uh the little bit of shock that you have, you absorb it with your legs. Sure. Um, and uh, you sit there, you know, push some of the hair out of your eyes and you look uh, in through the sliding glass door and you see <laughs> Leo and Harry sitting there. Leo, like with like a sandwich in his hand, just like take finishing, taking a bite of it. <laughs> um, and uh, Kinsey and Roland, what are the two of you up to? Uh, I think we've just probably finished. Hopefully, getting the bodies into the into the vents. Yeah, it seems about and right. By we, you mean you? Right, yeah. mostly me. Yeah. <laughs> I would say you were supervising, but you you still can't talk, right? Correct. <laughs> oh, it's a rare turn of events. <laughs> um, I think. Uh, well, for most of the way through the day, I'm just going to at least grab a snack, uh, and then I'd like to collect all the guns we might need. Do you need something to eat, Roland? He gives you a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'll I'll slap together a meal for us. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
unless you're trying to do something extravagant with the meal, there's no test involved. You're able just to uh, put together pretty good uh, food really quick. And then uh, you're trying to grab as many of the guns as you can. I forget exactly how many guns you made. Uh, I made four. Okay. And I'm wondering if I should flash back now so that we actually wait. It's either four or eight. It's on my sheet. I made eight. I'm wondering if I should flash back now and have made more weapons. It's up to you. I think I think I'm going to have done that. Yeah. Okay. Who's gonna wield them? Just think about that. You hear Pax's voice in your head. Back <laughs> <laughs> in my head. Lots of people. Kinsey thinks about it. He does hear, hear Pax's voice. We'll probably find somebody. <laughs> and uh, and I think, um, do you have an idea for how you would uh, achieve this? Uh, we had a pretty decent accounting for your time. Um, so it feels like maybe what you would have had to do is get an extra set of hands uh, to have achieved making more guns. Because you would have to, you've created as many as you could create in the time right. frame you were working on guns. <laughs> you rolled very well. Um, but if you had somebody else also making guns at the same time, that would get you more. My two questions are, is Harry technically inclined at all or mechanically inclined? Yeah. She does seem very smart. Yes. All right. And, and then second question would be, did Roland have any extra time that he could have feasibly done? I, I mean, no. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> So I've carefully left areas where I could fill in a blank and say, yes, I did. But really, the answer is there's been so many things that only I can do the whole time we've been here. <laughs> it's been a real struggle. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, yeah, probably Harry. Okay. Yeah. So there's a, a point um, uh, like a few nights back where um, you are you look at it and you're like uh, – Oh, you're, you're going to need extra supplies. You're going to need to have spent money on extra supplies. Um, so, because you used up all your supplies, I believe, correct? Unless you have spare supplies hanging out. Oh, no. I, I mean, I checked my old sheet really quick. Yeah. Oh, yes. I had two first aid cubes, so that helps me not at all. <laughs> yeah, you'd need, you'd need machinery cubes. Um, you're wanting uh, uh, pistols here, or are you wanting something else? Or... Uh, yeah, what what would you want Harry to have worked on during this time at your behest? Is there a difference to how many I could have like if uh, would a light projectile weapon take less time than a pistol? I believe so. Um, confirming, yes, significantly less time. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, I'd like to have as many of them as I can. So. Of light cro uh, light projectiles light. or medium projectiles? They actually take the about the same amount of time to make. Oh, then medium. Okay, cool. Uh, so it's four uh, mach. Can I can I have uh, can we do yeah. three medium or as I, I I don't know how many I can make, but what's what's the total? I want to have made one one light projectile. Okay, for and sure. And then the rest medium. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um. So. You need supplies first. You need um, – for every light projectile, you need three machinery cubes. And for every medium projectile, you need four machinery cubes. All right. 
Um, and you guys know that you have a, a pretty decent line on uh, machinery cubes if you're paying spurs. Um, it's going to be uh, two spurs per machinery cube. Um, Roland might be able to uh, uh, get you a deal, but he's kind of worked on that credit a little bit for what you've gotten so far. I don't know if he... I don't know what he would give in exchange. I don't think it fits within the singular flashback. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So how many? How many then do you want? I don't know what your budget is. So it's eight spurs per medium projectile and six for the light one. Correct. Yes. Yeah. I guess here's here's the only real important question. Do you guys think we're paying like rent and station fees for this upcoming month? No, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, right? I think we're gonna have to get the fuck out of Uh, we can make a lot of guns. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so what? Probably. Do you yeah. want to make like four light ones and or four four medium ones and a light one? Like we can cover that easy. Yeah, let's do that. So four 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 medium one light. Eight. I think we might still have enough for rent. Had some credit. I don't remember what our rent is. Uh, so first, let's take an even forty. I'm just going to pocket tool unless yeah. somebody's. So about a, about a week ago, as you started this like project, um, you were like, okay, I'm working on the guns, but like, I feel like maybe we need a little bit of quantity over quality here. Um, honestly, if someone could just make some, you know, crossbows and some bows and some slings and like very high powered, like slingshots, like, uh, like I got, I got, I think we, that like helps us like fill the gaps in case, you know, shit hits the fan like early. And so, uh, cool. you got the money from Roland, you got the supplies and then, uh, you pulled Harry, uh, uh, into the secret room and like laid all the supplies in front of her and like gave her some schematics that you drew out like haphazardly. <laughs> and, uh, she's like, why don't I get to make the guns? I'm already working on the guns. I need help with with this. Okay. Not she that like, you couldn't do it. I'm sure you could do it. Looks at it a little bit. She goes, well, I've made stuff like this before. Um, Actually, I think, and she like grabs like the thing of the slingshot. She's like, I could do, I could, if you don't mind, I could work on this a little bit. Uh, <laughs> get something good out of these. Um, And then she like slides away some of the other like projectile like mods that you had, models that you had. And she like, it's like going to make a few like high powered slingshots. And then for the, uh, uh, for the um, uh, medium, she makes a bunch of like quick loading uh, crossbows. And, um, she gets to work and like there's like kind of this uh, uh moment i think packs uh like uh, about five days ago when uh you popped down to like give kinsey some like coffee and you saw like um you opened the hatch first and you just hear kinsey and um uh, <laughs> kinsey and harry uh kind of uh duetting a uh bobby klein song together <laughs> <laughs> 
as uh, as they're just kind of like one. It seems like maybe like one of them started singing and then the other one kind of like chimed in and then they like were having a little like sing along together while they were working. <laughs> Take me home to <laughs> this place. I belong. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you got to hear that one before he burned it. Yeah, that was a strong reaction. <laughs> you know, you don't understand how many times Roland had listened to it, so I understand. Uh, anybody want some coffee? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, what time is it? I should I should probably stop for the day, actually, now that I think about it. Um, <laughs> but, but, yeah, um, wow, it's... Time flies, I guess. <laughs> all right. Uh, hey, thanks, Kinsey. I'll, I'll finish these ones up if it's all right. I'll finish these ones up tomorrow, and then I'll get started on these ones the next day. That sound good? That, that, that's perfect. All right. Hey, Pax. Hey. And then she heads out. What are you up to? What do you mean? What are you doing? I... Some stuff, you know. Using the secret room, we made it for a reason. <laughs> Watching you, Kinsey. Can you still get me coffee? Yeah, here. Here's some coffee, obviously. Thank you. I, I brought it down already. This is like, yeah. I, I'm glad that she kind of left because I only had one cup. I didn't know you were both <laughs> down here. I love when that works out. Yeah, just, you're not like, this isn't a scheme, right? You're just. You're just like being nice. You know you're talking to me, right? Roland is. Well, you know I just don't. I, don't, I you know just, I'm just checking. <laughs> now, you know we, I'm just making some extra weapons. I wanted it to be a surprise, but it, we are doing a revolution, so I thought we might just you know have something. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Um. <laughs> sure. Uh, okay. Well, I'm going away now Cheers. Bye. bye <laughs> and end flashback um <laughs> yeah you're able to make all of those um oh, where are they uh all those projectiles um at excellent quality in fact Ew. yeah she did you you caught kinsey she didn't, she didn't like, or maybe Roland, you caught it at some point when you, like one of the two of you or both of you caught, there's a point where she was going in to like keep working on things and she was bringing a few extra supplies in herself <laughs> to improve the quality of her work because she had wasted a few of your supplies. <laughs> yeah, she tried to do it on the DL though, so you'd be really proud of her. <laughs> um, but yeah. So uh, because of that, you have whatever the number is you said of light <laughs> additional light projectiles and medium projectiles. The light projectiles are like these like heavy duty like slingshots with like kind of like an arm uh, brace. Um, and then uh, the mediums are uh, quick loading uh, crossbows that like they shoot and like bounce back immediately to like lock themselves in place. So you can just slap in another bolt and shoot again. Cool. Uh, uh, so I, now you have a lot of stuff that you're trying to get out of uh, out of the secret room. Um, 
you are at least able to get it all like out of the secret room by the time Roland's voice returns. <laughs> so, uh, oh, hey, um, what, uh, <laughs> what are we doing with all of this right now? Not that like, this is all great. I love this. I'm just, I just, my, my thought was, we have everybody returning to the lower level now that the, the air is back to normal, right? Sure, and we can hand them a gun on their way back in. I mean, they, they're they mad, right? They're mad now that, that uh, th this happened. We can tell them who did it. I tried that already. They didn't believe me, which is saying something. It's me. Um, I'm, so, it's not a bad idea. It's maybe even a good idea. It occurs to me we're both wanted men, and I can think of only one place where they won't look for us, which is here. So you're saying we shouldn't leave from here? I'm not sure... I mean, I can I can be someone else in a moment. That's not a big deal for me, but... I have a fancy hat, too. He's sort of conspicuous. You've cultivated a look, and it's... It's good, but it's... You know... Out there. <laughs> Got to know your brand, I've heard that. No, it's smart. It's very good. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I guess... It's been a very long day, is the thing. Mm. And I, you know, I could keep going, I guess, if that's what we're doing. But I've been publicly vilified, wrongfully arrested, broken out of jail, shot at, a bar was set on fire, and we fed a man to a tree. What's more, we're going to feed two more guys to a tree. <laughs> Counting that twice. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you needed a nap? I didn't sleep last night. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You you were, you folded all nighter and then ran out of air when they turned down the air down. <laughs> I've been awake now for forty one hours. <laughs> Good gravy, man. So. You get to bed this instant. What are you still doing standing here? How, uh, feeding a Go man on. to a tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm going to go climb into my hammock. Um, wake me up if someone's trying to kill us or if we've won. <laughs> Ooh, I'll set the trap. <laughs> you, re you reset the trap. <laughs> I Yes, I'm going to go rest now. My brain is broken. <laughs> Um, Pax, uh, you, uh, like the door slides open and Harry like kind of steps out and looks up and goes, okay, dramatic entrance. A few things have changed. Uh, and Leo goes, are you all right? Leonard? Yeah, L Leonard. 
Leo Leonard is spelt with Leo at the beginning, and that's yeah, I, yeah. I realized that today, and now I'm I've screwed myself over. <laughs> I was so confused when you said Leo was just sitting there. I was like, oh, we're fucked now. Being <laughs> a sandwich. Yeah, yeah. No. no, no, it's, it's like his middle name. Nope. It's such an easy way to distinguish Marshall them. Yen. I'll call him Marshall Yen. No, Marshall. Specifically. <laughs> Marshall Yen is sitting there and he goes, are you all right? Y'all shut off the power? No, I don't know what that was exactly. I have, I feel like Roland had something to do with it, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't me. I didn't do that. Uh, and then. Harry asks, did, uh, did everything go all right? You're coming back alone, not through the front door. That's not usually a good sign. Um, uh, oh, right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Roland and Kinsey got arrested and then I uh, helped them get out of being arrested. Where are they now? <laughs> Back at the bar, I think. They had to go get a thing. Data pad. The data pad. Uh, Harry nods. Goes, all right, so what's the plan then? Well, I kind of need the radio. Um, uh, Leonard reaches back, pulls it out from his coat. Cool. This way, I only have to say it one time. Uh, and I'll just like, Hey, Kinsey, are you there? Roland? Where, where is the radio in the bar? I, I know you, you definitely have one because she gifted one to you. Because these are all tied into the, uh, to the, the, the new Riveteer um, right. uh, radio line. Um, I I also have one that I took off a dead man at the beginning of that arc. So each of you has one then. Roland has one, Kinsey has one, and, and Pax has one. So Roland, you're laying in bed. You're starting to like drift off. And then you just hear Pax's voice come from like your, your like uh, traveling sack out of that radio. Yeah. <laughs> Is someone coming to kill us, or have we won? Um. Well, we definitely haven't won. <laughs> maybe, maybe, I mean, like, you're... I, I, yes. I guess. That's not why I'm... Like, that's just the general state of things, though. I don't... If you're... Are you okay? I've been awake for 41 hours. Oh, okay. Well, um, I guess I'll... Uh, are you and Kinsey in the same place? I'm, I'm here. Uh, <laughs> uh, Roland, t turn yours off. Go to sleep. I'll, I'll take care of this. No one has ever died in a hammock. Kinsey can fill me in. <laughs> <laughs> Click. <laughs> you know, I've heard that before. <laughs> Um, uh, so Kinsey, I've got, um, I've, I've got Harry and, and Leonard with me, um, hey, so, so that, <laughs> 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 so that, 
so they can hear you they yeah. say hello Harry, <laughs> Harry laughs out loud at that <laughs> and like slumps down in a chair <laughs> um so uh, so I I made it up to um the mayor's office and um I got I got there I got to the PA um system and then it turns out that um the mayor was there uh and then it turned out that that guy was not or not the mayor the station master the station master was there and then it turns out that it was just a man who has been over the course of the past I don't know a couple of years been pretending to be be station master with the digi disguise and the original station master is missing and the guy who was um you know pretending to be the station master uh, his name is Carver and he he like is just so incompetent but uh, the, besides that he's um I, he's I got him out and he's safe but um but you know it, the station master is missing probably also murdered because the station master's been controlling or been controlled by Morales and like I don't know exactly how it works in settlements but I feel like the guy was like duly a uh, duly elected official and like you know impersonating him is like very bad um but <laughs> Le I, I don't Leonard's know. nodding at you like yes <laughs> Leonard, is, Leonard is is nodding so that's that's pretty bad um so anyway I kind of I wanted to check in and, and make sure that like you guys are okay and um it the I have one of the radios um that I got off of one of the the people I was fighting um and it sounds like they're going door to door um and I don't know if that means that they're going to come to the bar or wherever you guys are now um but uh and also she knows that I know that this carver guy was pretending to be um the station master who is missing So I was thinking, unless you guys had another idea, it feels big enough that maybe we could go to, um, like, Salem, Bahara with this, maybe? Or, or, Harry, or Harry, Harry raises an eyebrow. Or someone, because, like, being in charge of the station is kind of a big deal. And if that person's been a fraud um, and, and you know, Kinsey, are you still there? You haven't said anything. I've let go of the button a couple of times. You just, I just, I'm going to let go and maybe you could talk and say anything. Right. Yeah. I, I, I can't talk when you're talking. I've been trying to interrupt this whole time. <laughs> That's um very bad, but kind of good for us, right? I mean, that is that is solid evidence of wrongdoing. Uh, you, you, and you don't think the family already knows about this? Um, so I 
I don't know. I think the only family that would know would be maybe the Acostas because they're already kind mm. of in on the dirty side of things. I guess. I don't know. Maybe they just all know and are just like completely faking it. But it feels like 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 factory town, like big like fraud, like no, that's not major conspiracy, yes. Yeah, it seems big. Uh, uh, he's safe for now. I, good. What was his name again? Carver. Uh, Barkley. Can I? Can I? Really you want to roll connections? <laughs> <laughs> you can roll connections. I'm gonna give you a minus three for it. <laughs> because you have been to the Badlands a little bit. And you've probably seen some shows on San Cordero. Right, that was my thought. <laughs> I mean, it's one hit. Okay. Um, uh, so... I think, I think what it is, is you don't know the name uh, Carver Barkley. Mm-hmm. Um... But if the situation comes up where, like, first off, Pax hasn't revealed to you that he's, like, an actor from San Cordero um, uh, or anything like that. But, like, basically, like, the first moment where you guys find out, like, a little bit more about, like, where he was in San Cordero or, um, like, what, uh, like, theater companies he may have worked for or anything like that, like, that will ring a bell. Like, you've, you have, like, like, two degrees of separation with, like, Carver Barkley (laughs) from, from, like, that summer you spent in San Cordero. (laughs) Summer abroad. (laughs) So, yeah, you have, you, you, you have the ability to say some stuff about Carver Barkley or his his professional career once you once you get even one more like smidgen of detail. <laughs> Perfect. Right. Uh do we want should we tell uh, both of them? Both Salem and and Grey? I mean, it'd be nice to have as as many families on our side, especially if we're technically going up against the Acosters. Yeah. So I think, I think so. Um, but like, I, I can only get one place at a time and I'm, um, I'm fine. Totally fine. Um, but, uh, I, I don't know how quickly I can get to both. I, I think I've known you long enough to know that when you have to say you're fine, Pax, is, is something terribly wrong? No. I... Uh, no. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Harry, uh, Hamish, can you make sure that you take care of her? <laughs> Leonard's face goes slightly pale. As he's like, what, what? <laughs> he like kind of recoils slightly, like what? Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can, I can. And Harry, and Harry goes, yeah, we we can take care of her. Um, 
it's not going to be a problem. Uh, if if you need to uh, uh, talk to Salem, I mean, I I know how to get in contact with him. Uh, um, that, well, that, I'd greatly appreciate that, Harry, and I, I suppose I can talk to Mr. Foster. Uh, and uh, Leonard goes... Sorry, why are we, why are we going to the family with this? If if she, if if the station master of Tobias Station is dead and has been impersonated for a long time, like, I mean, you were right when you said mayor. The station master is the is effectively the mayor of Tobias Station. Uh, the the. I, I I suppose basically they're the only person in Tobias Station who has actual authority as far as the territory is concerned. There's a few things that make settlements you know lawful in uh in the the different territories and uh one of the major things is elected officials. At that point they uh since they were dutifully elected they are given um, uh, authority by the territory to, you know, act in the best interests of the settlement and represent the settlement, whatever their their things, uh, their responsibilities may be. Now, some settlements have a lot of elected officials. Some have a few. Um, a lot of times there will be a sheriff that is elected, but that ain't how it is in Tobias Station. There's the station master is all there is. And then the station master effectively hires staff to handle whatever needs to be done in the station. But they are the only legal actual, the actual, the only actual legal authority here. Uh, Morales ain't a sheriff or a marshal or nothing. She's effect. She's honestly closer to a mercenary that works for the station master. And by proxy is given authority in the eyes of the territory by his authorization of her actions. Mm. So closest actual authority is probably the sheriff over in Las Brasas. Huh. I, I guess, I mean, I just don't see the, the reason to get even deeper in with the family. I mean, it seems like we got a smoking gun here, don't we? And what are we, are we going to go to Las Brasas and bring in the sheriff just to try and bring this person in i mean by by the time that happens she'll be long gone well i i mean what are you gonna do with the family what are they gonna do don't they have interest with her i i thought maybe they would not be interested in sort of like being involved in a widespread long-term conspiracy with Fort Dearborn but and so they'd like turn on her I don't I don't really you're probably right I think the reason that at least I didn't think of it initially was because you know we're supposed to be dead and I forget did you tell uh Yen that um Morales is aware of all of that yeah. Okay. Okay. So he kind of like that, like hits him and he goes, right. He looks like a little, like just a little disappointed and goes, 
Right, right. I guess. Legal but you could. Well, until Morales outs me for letting y'all live, I I suppose we the legal route. I mean, I maybe I can sell an, send an LRC. I I know a judge in the Fort Dearborn Territory is a friend of the family. Uh, she might uh your family. Yes, lower <laughs> lowercase f. <laughs> Nah, um, uh, Judge Palmer, she, uh, uh, you know, she's been to Alana State quite a bit and, um, I mean, I ain't talked to her in some time, but I have a little bit of clout with her. I could reach out, see how far she is, but aren't we sort of worried that they'll arrive and then Morales will just kind of kill a a judge she's already killed a mayor and a militiaman i can't remember if he knows about that either <laughs> oops no i think i think you did you did tell him everything there was a point where you sat down in the bar and you told him everything so yeah uh, and that's when he realized that you were involved with a bunch of families <laughs> he's like you're not wrong, but that's stuff that she had to do behind closed doors in the shadows. I mean, if a judge has been summoned here by a marshal, I mean, albeit a marshal outside of his jurisdiction, but I have some legal authority to travel between uh, territories. I could, she would be able to smooth over anything like that, um, assuming she was willing to. I, I, I suppose you're right. Maybe, maybe uh, the. The lawful path ain't the the path in front of us right now, and the the allies we have right now are what is what's his name Salem Salem Bahara, and uh, Harry goes for what it's worth. I I'd be surprised if uh, if Salem uh, knew anything about this. I mean, you know, he's he he's no you know straight laced you know lawman. She says with a grin at at Yen, and she goes, "But he's. It doesn't it doesn't make sense to me from what I know for the family to uh, be okay with Mora- Morales having done something like that. They'd have to they to buy a station is a good thing for them, but it's not so good for them to risk something like that. I don't think so. Especially especially not without a." A bigger piece of the pie. I mean, that's something, that's information that if she's withholding from the family and she has more power than she's really letting on, that would absolutely be a problem for the family. I say, I say we tell them, I say we, we bring them in and I, um, I don't think that, uh, Roland would disagree with this seeing as he is the the person who made the inroads, at the very least, with, with, uh, with the, the Acostas and the Fost and the, and and the Sheffield. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um. Can you can you get up to Grey Foster? Oh, I can get up to Grey Foster for sure. Uh, maybe Roland should lend me his fancy hat, but. I've got the uh, the clothing of uh, of an upper level person at the very least. Okay. 
Okay. Um, and then I'll go see Salem Bahara. Okay. Um, I guess, yeah, we can, we can go together. I, I usually got to signal him. You know, I don't know where he's going to be at any particular time, but I can, I can signal him and then, and then we can both meet. I basically, I got to go out, uh, to the junkyard and talk to, uh, the guy who runs that place. Uh, and, and then he basically, um, let's Salem know where we want to meet. And there's a few different places where we can, where he's, he's good to meet us. So it's your choice of the station kind of. Um, but, uh, we gotta, we gotta talk to the, uh, scrapyard, the owner of the scrapyard. Okay. Um, he's not gonna, he, he won't talk to you though. He knows me. Okay. And uh, Yen goes. Should I uh, stay here with the other little ones, or do you? Should I head over to an LRC and uh, reach out to Justice Palmer? Um. I don't know. I, I'll stay here with the little ones. Someone should look after them. Um. So okay. you, you two go. It's fine. Okay. Um, but they are going door to door. So. Well, they just... probably ain't going to knock on this door. They'll probably talk to uh, uh, whoever's downstairs. Would be my guess. If they're they're not going to take the time to walk through, they're just going to say anyone. Is, you know, are these people staying? Unless they're very diligent, but. I can't imagine Badlands mercenaries being that that thorough. There's only what 20, 40 of them. Yeah, I think there's probably about 30-ish plus. That's and, a lot of know. gram for them to cover. Sure. Okay. Um well Harry will um be back before me. All right. And um, as she gets up, Harry goes, keep an eye on uh, Slim and uh, uh, Jojo for me. All right, Hamish? Yeah, he like, murder Kinsey. <laughs> he's like, how? how? Yeah. The, get out of here. Okay. <laughs> safe fact. And she uh, grins and, like, uh, waits for you, Pex, to lead the way. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't have a, like, my grappling hook probably doesn't get us all the way up to the top, so. It does not. <laughs> Great. We're gonna leave out the regular door. I guess Harry doesn't have to. She could go out an interior window if she wants. Um, out of which window? An interior window. Like, we would have to knock on one of the doors, but... Oh, we could, sure. 
she could go out. Because she has your mag belt. Yeah, she does. Uh, I think I'd, I'll stick with you if it's if uh, seems better for okay. us not to split up. Yeah. Okay. Great. We will sneak to the junkyard. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll a sneak test. All right. I have follow my lead. So if her score is worse than mine, then she can roll for a thirteen. I imagine it's the same. Or better because of her gear. My, mine is also better, but I can only share the actual number. I didn't roll exceptionally well. I rolled a nine. Okay. Yikes. Did you roll worse? No, no, okay. not yet. I'm rolled. Yikes! Bad. Yikes for me. Not not you. Accidentally rolled three sevens or something. <laughs> so I am at a negative. Um. Okay. Also, I can move at full speed, and they are at a disadvantage to hear me. Um, I have an 11. Okay. Uh, just one success over a 9? Oh, no. I have a 9 and an 11. Okay, cool. So you have two successes. Yeah. All right. Same kind of deal. Um, you guys have to make it's, – it's, you have to be careful your way through. You're not, like, super swift, but you are faster than normal. Um, there is a point though, where you do see two security guards go, uh, up to like a residential area as you're kind of like, you kind of go up to go over to the other side of the station and come down back into the bazaar. And there's like uh, a door slides open and, uh, you kind of both hug a corner and you peek out and you see, um, uh, they have, uh, this like, this like kind of bar like it's more like it looks like a rod it's like the cylinder that they're holding like this thin cylinder and when they press it this line lights up on the cylinder and this kind of like two-dimensional hologram like kind of like uh, pours out of it and uh they're like excuse me ma'am uh you seen any of these folks around these parts uh and uh you see roland's face kinsey's face your face and marshall yen's face um, you don't see any names or anything, just images of the four of you. I'm um, just kind of like floating there. And uh, the lady looks and goes, mm, no, I can't say that I have. Is everything all right with the power being out and all? Is there going to be? Shouldn't be a problem, ma'am. We've we've dealt with it. Don't worry. Uh, just a, a simple malfunction. Nothing to worry about. Um Hey, these these folks involved with whatever's going on, and I see the security force has been running all over the. Ma'am, please uh, just enjoy your evenings. Uh, stay inside, and uh, we have this all under control. Uh, Captain Morales, uh, if you see anything uh, that is uh, uh, worrisome, you see any of these folks, uh, do not hesitate to reach out to the security team or Captain Morales herself. Uh, you will be handsomely rewarded. Have a good night, ma'am. And then uh, he moves on to another door, and you guys keep sneaking out. Uh, Kinsey and Roland, Roland, you're you're napping. I must rest. I must rest and recharge my powers. Uh, so whether or not you have enough time for a, a full-on, like, mechanical rest, Roland, I will uh, allow you to have a breather. Um, uh, so you can regain two hit points. I don't need hit points, Tommy. Okay. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy, I don't have enough hit points to ever need hit points if I'm alive. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so yeah, then uh, uh, you are you are a slep. Um, uh, meanwhile, Kinsey, 
you put on your fancy digs. Uh, yeah, I'm going. I'm going to put on my father's clothes. <laughs> um, do I wait? I do have enough time for a breather, right? Or uh, sure, sure, sure. You're you're getting dressed. You have the the. You don't. You're not actively doing a thing so much. This is a little bit more of a restful situation you're in. Unlike Pax, who is actively dodging guards and patrols and running from one end of the station to the other. <laughs> Right, uh, and I also have quick healer, so that adds uh, oh. two additional XP. Uh, also, so two two additional hit points, not XP. Hit, what did I say? Yeah, <laughs> uh, HP. Um, do I still have this setback, or when does that go? So you have, unless um, unless you have a talent, which I I don't think quick healer is not this. Um, so there's a talent that makes it uh, so uh, class one injuries. Uh, go away at the end of a combat. Mm, it's called good nice. as new. I don't think you have that. Um, so though you don't have the mechanical effects of the setback, cause it was just, it affected your initiative and then that was it. Um, you have that injury slot filled up with setback until you take the appropriate amount of rests. Sure. Uh, or if you treat the injury with a med kit. Um, great. So that all that means mechanically is that should you take another injury, it's much more likely that that injury is, more severe because you'll roll more dice great or if you don't have any injury slots open you can't take any injuries until you rest enough to get those slots back open great well i'm so glad i'm taking off my armor right (laughs) um but i am going to take my photo replicant poncho because uh i would like to sneak until i get to the upper level and then i'm just going to you know pretend to be somebody else Okay. Because I'm going to run into a lot more trouble. Okay. Um, are you stealing Roland's hat? I don't want to wake him. <laughs> so, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> Roland, is your hat in a thievable area? Certainly. Okay. I, I probably just... Probably, like... My shirt is just like on the ground, and the hat is like I tossed it, and I'm just like sprawled over a hammock, and the blanket is pulled <laughs> you, up over my face. You've definitely, after like getting that hat, you installed like a hat rack, like at least a hook for you to like toss your hat onto every time you come into the into the bedroom. Yes, absolutely. There's a hat rack. I've tossed it, and it's landed on not the hook I usually make it land on because I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, so so Kinsey's arm reaches in and like fumbles around on the on the hook that you normally throw your hat on, and he can't find it. And then he finally has to like open the door a little bit to take a look in and see it. And oh, it's sound on this one. And then yeah, you're able to take it, Kinsey, because Roland is sound asleep. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so Kinsey, you slip it on. Um, on your head, it's uh, it's not a perfect fit, but it it's functional. Uh, and then you run your hand along the brim, and the little like interface opens up, uh, like projected in front of you, and you're able to select uh, a face and turn into someone else. What what faces are stored in here besides the factory setting? Um, no one's significant, I don't think, because I never actually flashed back to take their faces that's right all right doesn't matter 
probably just some randos from the station. I probably added like just some extra random people from the station as I walked through it since I've had it. <laughs> is is that like a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater setting where you can make your own face? <laughs> just, I'm not going to do that right now. I just need to know. Probably probably not on the default. Um, but like, if you were someone who was good at crafting, you could. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> you got to get in the source code, you know. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you're able to turn up, put on a random face and then turn on your photo replicant poncho and begin sneaking your way through the station. Um, so I'm going to need you to roll a sneak check for me. I do think that I forget to disarm the trap before I leave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do you lock the door? Yeah, I mean, yes. Okay, just checking. <laughs> Um, uh, so if it's an excellent quality photo replicant poncho, you have a plus three to the sneak test. I'm sorry. Do I have to make a roll for the trap that I just encountered? Oh, oh, oh you're That's no, I mean, no, no. That after I leave, you're too good at traps to not All like right. avoid your own trap. You're not gonna like bumble your way into. You're a level like nineteen. <laughs> drifter you're not gonna just like step on your own trap at this point Benz, you know what that's fine i'm so glad that you have more faith in kinsey than i do <laughs> you have trapper in your goddamn like <laughs> it's right there <laughs> uh all right I'll try again. um where were there any negatives i'm sorry uh no, no no unless you have any injuries or anything like that that would give you negatives um there's no additional negatives here. And, uh, yeah, I've got my poncho, so you've got minus one to see me, my friend. Mm. Even with that minus one, I rolled an 11. <laughs> I hope this goes well. Oh, we don't have my armor there. Are you the aggressor in this instance? No, you definitely are. Excellent. I am actively sneaking at you. <laughs> oh, good. It doesn't matter because I got a 12, which means I'm going to roll again. Ooh. That is uh, two hits above an 11. Okay, yeah. Uh, kind of similar to Pax. It's touch and go there, but you're able to make your way up into the bazaar and then kind of like merge with the crowd a little bit and then turn back on your poncho as you move your way up into like the more shopping and residential areas. And then uh, along that way, you have to like duck into some corners and wait for some guards to go by. You do see them stopping side by side. You also see them uh, showing your face, Roland's face, Pax's face, and uh, Marshall Yen's face. And then eventually uh, you do make yourself uh, make your way up to the upper crust, at which point you like turn the poncho into a more fashionable color scheme, like draft it over your shoulder and then uh, and then uh, change your face one more time for good measure and step out looking the part of an upper crust resident. Uh, all right, then I am making my way. Making my way. Sorry. Uh, to the the pearl of the station, I believe. Yeah. 
Uh, so you head to the Pearl, um, where Gray Foster, uh, lives. Uh, you see it along the way as, uh, it becomes a darker twilight, uh, stars starting to show a little bit and you make your way up to it. Um, uh, you step in and, um, one of the attendants, uh, a young woman looks up and goes, hello, sir. Who are you here to see? Hello there. I am uh, joining, I believe, Mr. Gray Foster for a late tea. Of course, sir. Um, I'll go ahead and ring him then. Thanks very much. Uh, is there a name I should give him? Tell him Ken's calling. He'll know with that. Right away, sir. <laughs> and uh, she gets on the, the receiver. Uh, yes, uh... Mr. Foster, there's a uh, Ken here. Of course, sir. Right away. May I get you anything to drink, sir? Uh, uh, a fine whiskey would be uh, would not go in there. Of course. And uh, she um, presses a couple buttons on her uh, her console, and then a few seconds later, out of like little like side saloon, uh, someone comes out with a tray and uh, presents it to you. Uh, very cool. Thank you. Uh, and then um, folds up the tray and goes right this way, sir, and uh, takes you up the stairs towards uh, the elevator that leads up to uh, Gray Foster's suite. There are stairs to the elevator? Yeah, yeah. His is slightly higher than the other ones. I'll never understand the upper crust. Makes sense. <laughs> He's on like there's kind of like an interior like balcony in the in the lobby. Um uh, with special rooms and special elevators. And his is a special elevator. Uh, and the door bing, shk, opens up and a large um, woman is standing in there. Um, uh, she's heavy set, but are, uh, very well dressed. Uh, her hair is immaculately um, uh, and uh, like it's both like it's both like well done and also very utilitarian and out of her face. Um, uh, and she looks down to you and goes, sir. Hello there, how are you? I'm doing uh, fine. And she presses the button, door shuts, and she like moves the elevator uh, lever up and it starts moving. And um, she goes, Mr. Foster said I didn't need to frisk you. You uh, intending uh, him any harm tonight? <laughs> Oh, Gray. No, absolutely not. I, see, I haven't even brought my weapons. If you need, if you uh, that to... that won't be necessary. All right, I'll be right outside. Yeah. I'm sure you will be. Bing. Uh, and uh, you step into the beautiful uh, suite that Gray Foster lives in. Uh, it's very wide, uh, open kind of concept. You see the massive, like, uh, spanning windows with the beautiful view of the Badlands just as the sun is setting and it is becoming the proper night. Um, you can see different vehicles, um, uh, moving on the ground, but strangely no vehicles moving in the air of Tobias station, which, you know, having been out at night around Tobias station, that's pretty uncommon, but you see like no air traffic and you actually do see off in the distance, like kind of like circling around the station, like the lights of different air vehicles in the, in the sky, but none of them are approaching the station right now. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, and uh, Pax, 
you and um, Harry make it to the scrapyard. Um, Harry goes up to the guy, uh, knocks on the, the window. He like slides it open. He goes, we're closed. And she goes, even for a friend? And he goes, all right, what do you need me to send along? She goes, um, well, uh, Pax, where do you want to, where do you want to meet up? Wherever. Right, you want to meet I, I, just here in the We're going to hang out out back. Uh, if you can go ahead and send word, that's where we're going to be. I say we're closed. Right. And we're going to be out back. Shouldn't be any problem. Right. You don't have any workers. We're not going to get in the way. Nothing's going on around here. So we're going to be out back. How's that sound? He like goes, usually, fine, fine, go out back. She goes, thank you very much. Send with, um, it's urgent, by the way, so you should, you know. And he goes, understood. And then uh, closes it. And as you two kind of walk around the side, kind of the way you went to before to meet um, uh, Salem in this scrapyard, uh, you see that guy uh, step out from his like kind of like, shack that is uh the front like office of the scrapyard and he locks it behind him as he like hurries off into the station okay yeah well um go inside and wait uh yes and uh kinsey uh stepping around the corner as you walk in uh beaming uh, at the side of you he goes Mr. Charlotte. Ah, uh, Mr. Foster, how are you today? Well, I am doing uh, as fine as can be expected. It has been an interesting day. It uh, certainly has. I understand there's been a bit of a uh, hell raised uh, when... Uh... Oh, yeah, I assume you've turned on... You've, like, at some point, was it uh, in the elevator, like, when you walked... You, like, turned on... I you have your face, probably... right? Probably... When when the uh, when the security guard uh, was like, do I have to worry about you? I was like, no, you do not. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, cool. I was like, for a second, I was going to be like, he was going to go, oh, uh, shoot this man, please. <laughs> <laughs> this is not my good friend, Ken. <laughs> uh, he, goes, he goes, I understand it has been a quite an eventful day for you as well. I hear you are on the lam. Please do have a seat. <laughs> Thanks very much. I do appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, freshen up your drink. Uh, what? I wouldn't say no. <laughs> he uh, steps behind the table, pulls out uh, a bottle, looks at your drink, like takes the glass, smells the whiskey, pours it into the sink, sets that glass down, grabs a different glass and pours his whiskey into that glass and slides it over to you. <laughs> swill, absolute swill down there. I have to say, I apologize. <laughs> well, I... Uh... Oh, oh my oh my yes absolute swill yes thank you <laughs> <laughs> now my good friend do tell me how i may assist you uh well yes as you know uh i've been a little bit of a a, a jam today but i am not the only one of my friends who's caused a stir um does the name actually don't remember which comes first. Is it Carver first or Barkley first? Uh, it's it's Carver. Yeah. It does the name Carver Barkley mean anything to you? Carver Barkley. It does seem to ring a 
spell, but it's been some time. There may have been a, a gambler, some kind of grifter, um, came into station uh, almost a year ago uh, mm. by that name. Uh, was uh, Didn't make too many friends while he was in town. Uh, got ran out, from what I understand. Um, and... Mm. Uh, well, uh, I believe he came from San Cordero, um, but uh, he he ain't been back in the station for some time. And I never met the man myself, but by reputation, he was unimportant. Wild, uh, well. wild that I remember that. It's a, a miracle <laughs> my mind. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. Just have a thing with, with names. <laughs> well, uh, I am very upset to inform you that uh, your information is not quite uh, Mr. Barclay Ken, I invited you here as a friend and now you wound me (laughs) I know, I know, shoot me please don't shoot me Uh, (laughs) it it may surprise you to learn uh, that this uh, Carver Barclay uh, may have replaced Uh, a close, well, maybe not a close acquaintance, but an important person to you, Uh, Mr. Eddie Copeland. (laughs) In what capacity? Uh, In in the capacity of Station Master, because you see, Mr. Copeland has, uh, has not been alive for quite some time. He, like, looks at you for a second takes a sip of his drink, sets it down, looks at you for a while longer. Now, Cannon, either you've gotten remarkably good at lying since I last saw you, or you're telling the truth, or at least what you believe to be the truth, but that doesn't make any sense. I've seen... Station Master Copeland from time to time, no, never personally, but what you're saying is, frankly, ludicrous. I agree. I do. Uh, but it turns out that uh, your Captain Morales has been keeping uh, Carver Barclay employed with a digi disguise. And she is the one pulling his string. My, my, my. Well, I must say, I am quite embarrassed to have not sniffed out such a conspiracy. If what you're telling me is, in fact, true, I would need to know how you know what you say you know. Uh, well, if you were to try and find Eddie Copeland at this very moment, I suspect it would be quite quite difficult. Uh, however, this uh, this... Mr. Barclay, uh, I know exactly the shop that you could see him in, and you could send any one of your men to confirm my store. What, what's going on there, Pax? You're making you're making faces. I can't wait until uh, Gray asks Kinsey what shop this guy is in because I never <laughs> said. It's fine. It's just a. It's just a fun, fun thing. Please. Continue. Kenzie has a radio, and you have a radio. So there's yeah, no, 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 no. I know. Well, if you're willing to give me that information, I would love to speak with this 
Mr. Barkley? Hmm. Uh, I'm sure that can be arranged. Um, I also think that, you know, we're trying to start somewhat of an upstart in, in the station itself, right? Right, and that brings us back to Morales, I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see any situation where she walks out of this unscathed. Um, as long as you're okay with that, and I think that's what we've established, I, I hope, at this point. Um, do you think you could provide some manpower for us? Well, uh, the Sheffields uh, have a limited capacity here at the station. Uh, not too many uh, strong gun hands, but perhaps a few. Um, that's not really the way we do business, though. Um, honestly, if w I can confirm the story you tell, uh, the Sheffields are willing to cut any funding to Morales. She currently, he gestures out the window, is keeping our shipments at bay while she hunts for you and yours. Not surprised. Um, and, uh, well, I can't imagine any family is going to be happy with the news that you have. But... It is quite the tale, and awfully convenient for you in this particular instance, so I would need to do some due diligence. Of course, no insult to you or besmirching your, your name. I believe you believe this Barkley is <laughs> telling you the truth, but... No, uh, no, no, none at all. No, no, no offense taken, of course. Well, then, you give me the name of that shop, and I'll send some people over to collect Mr. Barkley, and I'll look after him and see if his story makes sense. You won't hurt him, will you? No. Uh, sorry, me? I, Never. I just... <laughs> oh, <laughs> the people you send to pick up, I, I should be more specific. <laughs> you uh, very he's... much should be. <laughs> he's somewhat of a, a friend of a friend and you know as far as I know he hasn't done anything wrong now the, he wasn't super popular while he was here but did he offend the Sheffield family specifically I do have to ask there were very few people who he didn't offend but the Sheffields specifically in no great capacity perhaps an adjacent employer of some kind but no one, no one of any importance. Uh, I am not looking to, I have no axe to grind with this man. I simply want to get to the bottom of this conspiracy you speak of. Of course, of course. Uh, and I'll uh, turn on my walkie and try and get Pax home. Uh, Pax? Pax? Yeah, you're sitting in the the back of the scrapyard packs uh, with Harry. Uh, she's uh, uh, picked up some like scraps and is like kind of like tossing them into like big metal piles. It's like clink, 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 clink. Sure. Ping. Yeah. Ching, 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 ching. And then your radio crackles on, uh, and you hear Kinsey. Packs, packs, come in, packs. You there? Uh, yeah, yeah. What's up? What's up, Kinsey? Uh, sorry to bother. Uh, can you just uh, tell me where you're keeping uh, 
Mr. Carver Barclay. No. Why? Well, we've got to confirm this story with uh, with our friend, Mr. Foster. Say hello, Gray. Hello, Jane. <laughs> Hi, Mr. Foster. Um... Is there anything I can do to help verify this story? So, um, Mr. Barkley, who is extremely skittish, might uh, avoid a confrontation? Ah, I see. You believe my associates will scare him out of uh, his hiding spot uh, for the worse of everyone. Yeah, I don't trust him I to not run <laughs> except the fact that I've guaranteed his safety in this in this particular moment well then if you are the one he trusts then you can bring him to me and I would love to hear his story at that point the Sheffields are would be willing to assist you uh, in great capacity or at least in whatever capacity we can uh, to uh, further along your goals the um the Sheffields have no interest in supporting a, a, a security chief who is here unlawfully. That, of course, we are upstanding business people of the Badlands. You can, like, hear his wink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course. Uh, it, it may take me some time to get him to you could... Can stay with you until I can move him in your direction? <laughs> well, I would never say no to that. Ken is quite good company. Ken, uh, would you like to uh, uh, reside over the, uh, the balcony? The view at night is fantastic, even with the plane soaring overhead. <laughs> I'd love to. Fantastic. I have a few... Uh, few games out there we can play, and uh, I'll keep your good friend Ken safe and sound while we wait for you, Pax. Wonderful. Thank you, Mr. Foster. I'll be as quick as I can. Right. Well, don't you know better than I how little time you may have. Mm-hmm. Thanks. <laughs> See you soon. Uh, Lovely girl. Thanks. Be safe. Isn't she that? <laughs> please, please, grab the bottle and uh, let us go enjoy the view. And uh, yeah, he leads you out there. Uh, uh, he's uh, uh, got like the balcony does like kind of wrap around a little bit. The view is immaculate. Um, uh, there's still enough like sunlight in the sky, kind of making it like a deep purple color, uh, swirling clouds overhead. You can hear the clouds in the distance or the, the planes in the distance, just very subtly sometimes as the wind kind of blows your way. Uh, and, uh, you stand out there, have a drink with, uh, Foster. And then, uh, he sets up at a table and pulls out some like dice to play like liars dice. <laughs> <laughs> We'll start with this and then perhaps some cards. And then if it goes too long, we may even resign to five finger fillet. <laughs> well, 
You think you could beat me at that? I mean, I, I trust those hands, but uh, I'm not bad with the knife. <laughs> well, let's see how good you are at fibbing. And he uh, rolls some dice, slaps his cup on it. And uh, yeah, you guys play some games on the balcony while drinking very fine whiskey. Poor five. <laughs> it is going to be a fun evening. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Pax, you're sitting there. Uh, Harry's kind of watching. She goes, everything all right? Yeah. Everything's fine. You don't need me to tell you that. Kinsey's and yeah no I know all right but if hey if you if you're able everything's fine yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh and then you hear as like a gate opens and closes and uh uh (laughs) Harry like drops like her like scrap metal that she's been playing with and like kind of wipes her hands clean and moves over nearby you And uh, as the like clouds part and uh, the twin moons of uh, of manifest uh, kind of float overhead, um, uh, lighting up the scrapyard, um, you see as um, uh, four people who are not Salem Bahara walk into the clearing and then behind them, Salem Bahara walks in a, a very nice coat with like kind of a fur lined collar um, as it is as it has a slight chill to the e- evening. Um, and, uh, he, uh, walks up, uh, hands gloved in like dark leather. Um, and he regards you and Harry, he gives Harry like a a small smile. And that's where we're going to take a break and we're back. All right. When we last left our three drifters, Roland was asleep. Uh, Kinsey was hanging out with Gray Foster and it's totally fine. And Kinsey's not in any danger. Um, Gray Foster's just waiting for Pax to bring Carver Barkley, uh, to his home. Um, and Pax, uh, is in the scrapyard with, um, uh, Harry, uh, and Salem Bahara just showed up with an entourage of, of, you know, family members. Uh, and he steps up, gives, uh, Harry a little bit of a smile, looks to you, Pax, and says, what have you brought me? News, sir. (laughs) Um... So I went looking for the proof that you require and I found something else and I thought that it would be important for me to tell you and not wait. So I went directly to Harry and here we are. Um, as far as I can tell, <laughs> Um, so I, I went to um, the station master's office uh, and when I got there, I found um, the station master. And at first I thought, 
that he was going to try and shoot me or something. But instead, he begged me to save him from Captain Morales because he wasn't actually the station master. He was a man called Carver Barkley and he had been forced to play the role of the station master for a little over a little under a year, a year or so um, with uh, this on and I'll take out the digi disguise with the lock on it. Uh, and he said he didn't think he was the first one and he's alive and safe. And I was able to extract him. Unfortunately, I had, I wasn't able to look for any proof of what you were saying, uh, because we were interrupted, um, by the guard on our exit. Um, but, um, he was forced to wear this. This was locked on his neck and I thought you wouldn't want to be a part of that grand conspiracy surely and so you would want to know that the person who allegedly killed the person of interest but also was unilaterally controlling the entire station through fraud. Without saying anything, Salem looks over to one of uh, his people, like gives a nod, and uh, this large man approaches you. Uh, sure. Steps up. He's... About as tall as Kinsey, very, very, like, muscular. Uh, he walks up, looks down at you, and reaches out his hand for the necklace. I give it to him. He takes it. I don't have a key for that, so if you put it on, you'll need someone to pick it off of you, just so you know. He walks over to uh, Salem. Uh, Salem takes the uh the necklace latches it shut and like in his hands observes it a little bit flicks on like kind of like holds it at an angle flicks it on sees like the lights like kind of like come up and you see like little form like it's like trying to find a face to paint uh eddie copeland's face on but it can't so it, like just kind of like shows like flashes of copeland's face and then like you know digi it, like digitizes down again and like uh, let's off. He looks at it some more. Thinks for a second. And goes. Where is this Barkley now? I have him secreted away in a space that I am confident he has not been found. what has he told you? That he had some gambling debts. And that um, 
Morales used that, those incidents to convince or coerce, I'm not sure, the way he tells it, it's coerce, him to take on the role of station master, and he's been locked in um, his apartments, um, plied with drug and drink for, and, and goes out occasionally at the behest of Morales to do what she says, um, but is a captive. And he is afraid that she was tiring of him and was looking for another person to take on the role. And he was sure that there were people before him. He like steps over to one of his other people, hands them the necklace, and they put the necklace in their jacket, like pocking it in, in an inside jacket. And he turns back to you and goes, And who else knows about Carver Barkley's story? Currently? Um, my team? And I believe also maybe Gray Foster. And potentially, though this is just conjecture, this part as Severina Acosta, because there's, I think, very little that she doesn't know about what Morales does. He, like, looks down for a second, seeming to do some, like, mental math. And he goes... Oh, and all the guards. Well, that would make sense. They would be charged with watching him after all. Yes. I just didn't want to leave anybody out, is the thing. I understand. This is unfortunate news. Made even more unfortunate by the fact that I believe I know who made that necklace. Uh oh? Why did you feel the need to involve Gray Foster in this little secret? Well, we're desperate. And on the run and without real allies. And you've only charged us with finding Ephraim's killer. And so if this was something that you wanted to keep your hands clean of, we needed to make sure we had a backup and Obviously, Severina Acosta is suspect on another account. So the only we had the option of Gray Foster or calling in a judge or a sheriff, and that would potentially be very bad for my friends in particular. I understand. And he says, and he approaches you gently. 
Yes. You've done right to come to me. What arrangement do you have with Foster? That, um, if we can to, um, keep him in the loop so that he has information and he contacted me and uh, has my friend uh, and he would like Carver Barkley. Ah. I see. Well, he's beginning to reveal his true colors faster than I would expect. Yes. Mr. Foster is, as I believe you have discerned, one for double talk and difficult to trust. You should not let go of those instincts. He is a self-serving, opportunistic man. But then, very few in my line of work stand apart from that description. As for Mr. Bockley, I'd very much like to speak to him. I can keep him safe, and if what he says appears to be true, then I will be able to take care of it. And he kind of like gives like a, a bemused look and goes, and also take care of Captain Morales, which I understand to be your true intention here in Tobias Station. Yeah. I'll do, I'll do whatever if you will. The canoes can do a great deal here. And a settlement without a state official is a lawless town. Meaning any business we do here loses the veneer of legitimacy. You understand? Yes. Now, this is useful information and obviously something we need to work together on. So for the time being, I understand if it takes priority over our previous arrangement. That being said, I do expect delivery on that. Yeah. I mean, that's why I was going... Part of the reason why I was going to the station master's office to begin with I we found this ledger but we I don't know what happened I we might still have it I I don't but we hadn't deciphered it and so we didn't want to bring it to you without 
Anyway, I thought I could find the code maybe there or something. I, I haven't forgotten, basically. I understand. Now, are you and your friends safe? I could provide secure locations for you to stay. Uh, may even be in your best interest to leave to buy a station for some time while this gets sorted out. Um, we're not, we're not safe. <laughs> um, we're not, but I, Morales isn't the only thing is the thing. It's that she's the people in the lower levels and especially the kids there, the kids that don't have anybody like Harry, like Harry's lucky and, and people down there deserve better. Like, you don't even have a school down there. How are they ever supposed to get out of that cycle? And so I'm afraid if we leave that they're nothing. So they, they get just passed over again is the thing. Why are you telling me this? Someone has to think of them. There's not profit in it, but... And you believe my employers, the family, would be interested in helping such a cause? I don't know. I know that there's a lot of kids who don't who don't make the cut like Harry does and would be fodder. So I get it. There's no I you know, a pipeline to the family isn't necessarily the best thing for everybody. I just you you get you gain so much profit here and mostly just fear you could do a lot if you maybe gave a little back. Hmm. Well, things have been good for the families for some time now, about as long as I have been stationed here. What you tell me now, and the evidence you prevent, prevent, uh, prevent, presented me, Makes me think that perhaps the good times are over. What we've been able to achieve here has been done on perhaps illegitimate terms. Something that the family tries to avoid. The best kind of business is the kind that is in fact legal. That's where the real money's at. What we've been doing here, well, 
I never quite found Morales's methods very tasteful, but the security and the profits that she provided my employers and my peers made her a valuable asset. She is no longer valuable, if what you're telling me is true. I'm inclined to believe you. Um. Well, if she's. If, um, if there's an election, you could probably find the right candidate here already potentially who would be who's proven that they are willing to work with you and the good times wouldn't necessarily have to be as over as they might be with are you throwing your hat in the ring no <laughs> no i know but um but 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 i I know maybe someone that would be good for that. Well, nevertheless, a meeting of the families is in order, and the, secure, the security of your friends and this Mr. Barkley are of the most importance. Morales will not rest if she is aware of this man's disappearance, it makes sense. Uh, he looks up at, like, the planes, like, circling around. Makes sense uh, why her behavior has been so erratic today. I don't think we have much time, but I don't think she has many options either. Now, is there anything else I need to know? Anything else she can use against you? Yes. Come on, then. Well, I don't know how much research you might have done, but... Uh, Roland and Ken and I are... Uh, presumed dead in the Alanistead territory, which you may or may not have realized from the Gati incident. Um, and we're, you know, <laughs> uh, sort of the marshal who certified that is sort of a friend of ours, and he's in the station as well, and she knows all about that. Well, then we must get your marshal to safety as well. I'd very much like to meet him. Oh, gosh. Um, okay. Well, I'd have um, to get the, the measure of a lawman willing to do business with criminals and the family. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, um... Carver, 
is in Shirley Charlotte's general store. And Marshall Yen is currently watching over all of the urchins of the lower levels in the penthouse of the hotel. And Roland <laughs> and Roland is, I think, still at our bar. And Kinsey is in the safe company of Gray Foster. Well then, I suppose it's time to pay Gray a visit. Do you need to collect Roland or Mr. Barkley yourself? Well, Roland won't give anybody any trouble, but um, <laughs> uh, I should probably uh, get Mr. Barkley. Where should I bring him? If you can get him to Mr. Foster's Sweet, undetected. There we will meet. Let's say tomorrow morning. Okay. Great. Thank you. And what of Harry? Harry, are you staying? Can you take her with you? And Harry goes, what? Pax? No, wait, hey. No, 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 no. Morales knows that she's compromised. And I... She's extremely capable. But to keep her safe, which I think you would want to do... I hey, think you would I'm right here. Know. You two don't have to talk about me like I'm not right here. All right? Hey. No, Slim and JoJo are still at the hotel. I'm not going to go hide out in a safe house until I know they're secure. And hell, there's more than just them. There's all sorts of people. I mean, I heard tell you guys, he says, uh, she says this to you, Pax. I heard tell you guys bought almost every hotel in the, in the bazaar. I bought them all out. There's the, the entire level levels. I mean, they're probably heading back home now that the air is on. But, I mean, there's, there's lots of people in the crosshairs here. All right. And I don't, I'm not interested in. And just leaving Jojo and Slim to die when Morales goes bursting in the door looking for me, guns a blazing. No, no, that's, I mean, I look, Salem. I know a couple of the places. Once I know Jojo and and Slim are safe, you can find me at one of them. Can I? If you want me to bring them to one of the safe houses? Uh, Salem kind of smiles and goes, right, you can find your own way to the safe house. For what it's worth, Pax, the, I myself, as a representative of the Canooms here, have not taken advantage of Morales's program for the pathless youth 
Save for Harry here. She stood out. I remind them of his sister. Harry? <laughs> All right. I'm going to go get Jojo and Slim. And then we'll get somewhere safe, all right? We'll be fine, Pax. You saw? They they ain't even showing my name. Or my face. They're going door to door looking for, for you three. Or four. Right? I'm compromised. But I ain't useful to her now. <laughs> I mean, I die. I'm just another dead urchin in Tobias Station. I'll be fine. You go get Clown Barkley or whatever his name is. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> if you don't need any more assistance from me, then my people will see to it that... Uh, those affected by the displacement of the lower levels are more or less taken care of. And if you don't need me to collect Roland or Mr. Barkley, then I will see you tomorrow morning, bright and early, at Grace Foster's suite. Do let him know I'm coming. Of course. Th thank you for your time. Of course. And uh, he nods to his people some more. And as he's about to leave, he stops for a second and goes, I suppose there is one more thing, uh, Pax. My familiarity with this device, the necklace you discovered. Let's keep that between us for now. Of course. Excellent. Do be safe. Yes, sir. And he and his entourage leave. I sit down. <laughs> you all right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. Everything is fine. This is fine. Okay, do you, do you want me to help with... You don't... No. Go, just go take care of um, Slim and Jojo and I'll get everybody else. Okay. I, I mean, Salem, he's going to, he's going to shoot straight with you. I mean, he's, I guess it's the benefit of being the top dog in the station, right? He doesn't have to lie. Yeah. No, I know. There's a, there's sort of like this thing where you lie for so long that when you tell the truth, it hurts <laughs> and telling almost all the truth is 
A lot. He knows everything, except for a little bit about me and everyone I care about, including you. And that is a lot to put into someone's hands who you can't even read their their totally unreadable face. And I'm not good at that anyway. But, um, you know, I'm hurt. And I couldn't have won that fight. If it was a fight. But it's worth it. Because it helps everyone, I think. I mean, it sounds like Morales is on their way out. I mean, that's that's good news. Yeah, the thing is, is that when you back somebody into a corner and they've got no options left, everything is on the table. Yeah, I mean, but what's she going to do, right? She can't take on all of the families and, I mean, you and Kinsey and... I guess Roland? No, but she could take on one. She could point the finger at one person. What, Hamish? Yeah. Ah, he seems like he can handle himself. It's a little, you know, cookie cutter, but. That's what makes him so special. Cute. Shut up. Go get your nerd friends. Yeah. Yeah. I got to go get, get a hold of them. Um, do you, do you want me to just drop them off and lurk around Foster's place or. I mean, I I don't want to leave you three in a lurch. I mean, I know the station probably second best to Mister Foster. If you, if you could, if you could go get Hamish and take him with you, take him to Gray Foster's. At the right time, that would be great. What's the right time? Not before he knows Salem's coming. So, before or after tomorrow morning? (laughs) How about you just take him to the safe house and I'll let you know. Okay. Well, if there's anything you need me to do, me and, and... Any of my people. I mean, you know, Slim's Slim seems like he's on the recovery. If you if you need us, I mean we're we're useful. There's a lot of us. We got eyes everywhere. I mean, you know, a little discounted and I gotta keep my head low, but the rest of them they they can lie to Morales. They won't no one will crack. You don't I <laughs> Harry, I really appreciate that. The whole point of us even being here is so that you guys don't have to do that so that you guys can be kids right what's uh more in line with being a kid than sneaking around and lying to adults right 
Listen, you're the captain of your little brigade, and I won't stop you. But if any of those kids get hurt, it is your fault, and I will rain down on your head. Hey, I'm I'm not just sending them out. There's no nothing for us to do. There's no work right now. All right, everything's up in the air. So, or okay, you take care of Slim and Jojo and Hamish, and. And I, I will talk to you soon. Okay? Okay. You do what you want. You're in charge. Okay. Okay. Get out of here. All right, all right. I'm going, I'm going. <laughs> and she leaves. Great. Um, I, God, I am going to get on the radio. To Kinsey? To Kinsey. Yeah. yeah. Kinsey, you're playing cards with Gray Foster. Uh, you've pulled off the balcony as a, a stiffer breeze has come in. You're sitting in front of like a like a fire pit in the middle of his uh, living room with like kind of like a semicircle like couch around it. It's got like a low heat going, and you and him are playing cards. He's taken most of your peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> Not surprising, man. Hey, Kinsey, are you there? Oh, oh sorry. Don't mean to interrupt the game. I've got such good cards, but. Uh... <laughs> Yes, Pax. Hey, um, Kinsey here. Hey, um, could I talk to Mr. Foster? Yeah, of course, yeah. It's for you. Hello, Jane. Hi, Mr. Foster. Um, so it turns out that, um, I ran into Mr. Bahara. And he begs your, um, goodwill, um, and he would like to, uh, wonders if you could just keep Kinsey nice and safe till the morning when he comes to visit. I cannot help but notice that that sentence never mentioned the name Carver Barkley. Yeah. Um, well, good news. Carver Barkley is also coming in the morning with Mr. Bahara. So... On his way. <laughs> well, from my limited experience with Salem Bahara, he begs nothing of anyone. Yeah, it was more, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just so happened to Bump into him on your way to fetch Carver Barkley? 
Well, an associate of his happens to be a good friend of ours, and they were sort of also apprised of the situation, and uh, um, um, and there was a meeting. My, and oh my, what a interesting 24 hours it has been in Tobias Station. Last time Salem Bahava set foot in my estate, it did not go extremely well. He is a difficult man to please. But when the canoes say jump, the Sheffields are forced into the air, it seems. Do send Salem my best regards, and I assure you, Kinsey and I will be waiting with stars in our eyes in the morning. Thank you. <laughs> he, like, like gestures, like, to, for you to move the, the like, uh... Uh, radio away from him, like he like kind of like brushes it all away from himself. See you soon, Pax. And uh, <laughs> say hello to Mister Bahar for me. Very uh, kind of him to inquire about. I'll tell him when I see him. All right, I've got a game to win. Goodbye now. Great. You and your friends have a strange way of doing business. It's almost as if they don't trust me. <laughs> Mr. Foster, you're our oldest friend in the family here. <laughs> I certainly hope so. You know what, good man? You clearly have a good hand. I fold. What say you we uh, uh, clean up for the night and rest up for our early importing meeting with Salem Bahara? Fair enough. All right. No more excitement to get into this evening, it seems. Uh, well, if you if you must fold, you must fold, and I'll take some. <laughs> he brushes the rest of, like into the bowl next to the table <laughs> uh, and yeah I'll, I'll uh, allow him to enter his abode first and so uh, yeah uh, he gestures he's like there are three guest rooms you may have your pick uh, just don't sleep on the couch like some common brigand uh would you believe I would find the couch more comfortable? But in in the uh, in the interest of being a good guest, I I'll take this bedroom. I'll see you in the morning. Uh, just so you know, everything you need is here in the in this room. There's no need for you to leave, D <laughs> Mister Forte. Why would I leave such a uh, a lovely place as this? You. you of course. You will see me in the morning. Jimmy is under strict orders not to let anyone in or out. Until tomorrow morning, of course. But of course. <laughs> I wouldn't go up against your Jimmy. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Smart man. Good evening. And he shuts the door with just a little bit of a slam. 
Yeah, and I, I, I think Kinsey definitely takes advantage of uh, everything that he can get at his hands on. Any like cleaning shampoos or yeah, there's a whole there's a whole bath attached to this guest room. Beautiful, love that. Yeah, and some of the some of the like uh, soaps and and fragrances you recognize from the time you took a, a bath in the spa. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like that one, lavender. <laughs> Just, yeah, have yourself a bubble bath. And <laughs> Why not? Impacts? Um, I guess I'm gonna go to. Uh, I'm gonna try and sneak over to um the bar i guess okay go ahead and roll sneak for me there are okay. plenty of uh security patrols around i have a 12 and an 11 Yeah, I suppose I only have a six. I could I could do a few grit shenanigans to to have a much better roll, but I don't think it's worth it. Okay, sure. I have a I have a twelve and eleven. Yeah, so you are able to make it to uh, the saloon, uh, pretty swiftly dodging uh, patrols as you go by. They are in the lower levels as well as the main body. Um, you do notice um, that some of the hangers have begun opening up. Uh, for um, uh, to receive things, uh, to receive shipments. Um, planes eventually do run out of fuel, so they do need to eventually land. We don't have a Die Hard 2 situation on our hands. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, you, uh, you make it uh, to the saloon, and I got to tell you, it doesn't look good. <laughs> Now you're you're uh, aware enough of the trap to not uh, you know step I, on I the just trap. Skip it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Okay. But there's the saloon is heavily scorched by fire. Many of the bottles are broken. Uh, there's gunshots in the uh, in a lot of the furniture. Uh, but most notably, there's a lot of fire. You also see the uh, uh, the glass around the uh, carnivorous uh, drosera uh, tree. Um, is broken and like as you walk in like those like leaves open up slowly uh revealing those long thin like sticky uh, uh eh. little <laughs> like you're not even that close to it but it does like in reaction to you just being around just like I hate that thing. I hate oh what God. The it's got a taste for human flesh now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. What the... I, like, shut the door behind me. And, like... Roland? Roland? Well, I've like, certainly put my noise cancel. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, know, I figure. So I, like, rush back. Stay here. <laughs> I rush back to the... To the, um... To the back. Uh, and there's Roland? Yeah, I mean, you burst open the the door into the sleeping area, and you see Roland sleep in his hammock. Noise canceling earbuds in. 
How long is it until morning? Um, you could probably get like four or five hours of sleep. Okay. I guess I do that. <laughs> you let out a sigh, close the door, lock it, and climb up into your uh, into your loft. Yeah, there's there's I yeah I want I I mean I want to be awake and have made it to Shirley Charlotte's like before you know I'm supposed to somehow secret these two nerds to the <laughs> to the upper crust. So um, yeah, yeah, I mean you and Roland are able to wake up pretty early in the morning. You just take, I a, take a breather. Yeah, I'll go ahead and let you take a breather. You've been running all over the station since you got shot a little bit. This is finally your breather. I'll take my two hit points back. This is a, a rest for... Kinsey and Roland get a full rest, yeah. Perfect. Whereas Pax only gets a breather. It's fine. Uh, so Kinsey and Roland, that also, uh, if you have any injuries, that that's one notch of recovery. Uh, if you... Um, uh, oh goodness me! I've forgotten how many rests you need. Uh, is it on your sheet? It's not on your sheet, right? It's the. I thought it was the class of the injury, right? There's a I, class plus one. I'm I'm fairly certain that is accurate, but I'm having difficulty remembering off the top of my head. It's gone through a couple iterations, and I just mm. feel like I need to look it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the class, the class of the injury. Yep. Yeah. That's why if you're dead and the doctor gets three hits to heal you, you just got to sleep it off to get there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I would go ahead and roll rehearsal. Yeah. Yeah, so Pax, uh, you wake up uh, and Roland is actually uh, laying in, in his hammock Um uh, seemingly reading a book, but definitely just like playing out social scenarios in his head as he prepares for the day. I will spend two grits to play to the gallery um, to count this 14, which then explodes. All right. Oh, cool. I have a five good rehearsal. Nice. That's five dice that you can spend to give negatives on people. Oh, you're like, great. Um, what's happening? <laughs> well, breakfast? I'm going to make breakfast. We don't have time. We don't have time for breakfast. We're actually really late. Um, get, uh, okay. Get Is there breakfast. time to get a guy out of the vent and into a tree? Because it's going to stink up there. I'm. I can see from your face the answer is no. Um, what's no. the. What's nope. The, uh, what's the dress code? Uh, well, we're going to a family meeting. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice start getting dressed. Um, who's involved? I assume all of them, but definitely at least Salem Bahara and Gray Foster, who has been kindly taking care of Kinsey. Oh, okay. How much do they know about what's going on? Salem knows pretty much everything. Okay. Um, did Kinsey tell you anything before he left? 
No, I went to sleep because I would have died. Oh, sure. Um, great. Well, so the thing is, <laughs> is that um, Eddie Copeland has, is not real. Um, he was once real, but now has been impersonated by this other guy, Carver, who I have stashed away. Um, and everybody wants to talk to him. And That makes um, sense. Yeah, and also um, just... <laughs> okay so no one has told the acostas yet no I, I, i'm i think i'm gonna tell the acostas that there is a meeting that they should attend i i think that if salem bahara wanted them to attend they will have been invited is the thing Yes, but if we're to divide up how to buy a station is to be run moving forward, they will be quite mad at me, specifically, if they're left out. Um... Okay. So you need me to sneak you to the Acostas, then? Um, no, I mean, I've got my... <laughs> right, you did say Kenzie made it to Grey Foster. Empty, <laughs> empty hat hook. <laughs> you don't, you're not a makeup person. You don't wear makeup usually, right? Uh, do I mean, you, I, I can, I have. Do you own makeup? She has, like, mostly, like, tactical makeup that she uses to darken her face at night. <laughs> I can I mean, work with that. Okay. I'm very good at making myself look like not me. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah. Here. Thanks. all my eyeliner, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I can cultivate a look. Uh, and I will make myself look like not me so I can go speak with the Acostas and tell them that we're going to a meeting. Uh, sure. So, um, uh, you, uh, you can roll blend at a plus one and that will be your kind of blend test to not be noticed. Uh, I have five hits. Okay, what's your highest? Uh, it's a 12. Okay. Um, how many net successes over a 10? Uh, I have... Is that a 6 or a 9? No, that doesn't matter. Um, 2. I have 2 over 10. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. So uh, Roland does a little bit of makeup, does his hair a little different, puts on a different hat that he has, <laughs> changes his outfit a little bit. And, you know, at a glance, he doesn't quite look like himself. Um, at a close inspection, it, like, obviously it won't hold up scrutiny if he, like, like gets, like, of a guard's like, hey, you over there, let me ask you a question real quick. Like, then they'll look at him and go, oh, wait, you're Roland, the guy we're looking for. <laughs> That's what the smoke bomb's for. <laughs> but but uh as far as like just like getting through the station as like a face in the crowd you're you're you feel pretty set great um so you're gonna get carver 
I'm going to get the Acostas, we'll show up, we'll decide the future of Tobias Station in the penthouse of the Pearl. Seems sort of fitting. Also, yep. really, is there time to get a guy out of the vent and into the tree? Cause... I'm not doing that. Okay. <laughs> it's going to stink when we come back, just be prepared. I, you know... This is not me trying to guilt you into it. I'm just I'm trying not, to prepare. I'm you. just not doing it. No. That makes sense. No, it sounds like you've had a day. <laughs> well, I'll see you in a bit. <laughs> I should have just written a note. <laughs> um, great. I will. I will go to. I will gear up, and then I will go to um. Shirley's. Shirley's. Yeah. You uh, you rolled three successes on your last roll, right? So or maybe it was two. You've rolled successes enough at sneaking around. I'm going to let you get to Shirley Charlotte's. Right. <laughs> it's not going to be hard until you have Carver with you anyways. So yeah. you sneak your way uh, on your own through the station. Uh, you get to Shirley Charlotte's um, after like having to do a little like of a we- weird route to avoid um, detection. You get there and then just ding, 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 ding. How are we with you? Just a oh, Pax, dear. Thank goodness. I was beginning to wonder if you weren't going to be coming in. Oh, nope. Here now. Um, thank you for um, taking care of my my stuff. Yeah, <laughs> he's out back. Uh, he's in the back in the stock room sleeping. Snores quite something awful. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. Well, I'm just happy to to help out. You've been a a a, a very very kind young woman, and if uh, you need me to hide your runaway friend for a night, that's the least I can do. Thank you so much, and and I'm I I I can't wait to come back here again under a little bit less stress. Right, and hopefully without that waste of space that back there. That too. Mm-hmm. I asked him to sweep the that corner back there about seven times. He finally pushed some dirt around with a broom. That ain't sweeping. I told him it wasn't sweeping. He didn't seem to understand the difference. And I just gave up. I will come and sweep that corner as soon as I'm free. <laughs> oh, please. Bless your heart. It's going to be fine. I can take care of it myself. You go ahead and get that son bitch out of here, though. You got it. All right. Uh, yeah, and I will go get Carver. He's, like, sprawled over, like, a couple crates that it's made, like, a makeshift bed. Carver. (laughs) What? Time to go. What time is it? What? Morning. Let's go. So early. Yes, morning tends to be the early part of the day. Let's go. Well, even the station? No. Come on. What? Uh, all right. Is there time for breakfast? I'm starving. No. There's no... <laughs> no. Nobody gets breakfast today. Jeez, all right. Where are we going? Uh, the Upper Crust. Say what? That's the wrong it, direction. We should be going down the stairs and, and out of the station. 
The stables is completely and totally guarded. The only way out is up. What, you think we're just going to jump off the side of the mesa? You're crazy. We did it yesterday, so um, we might try it again. Uh, he looks at you for a second longer. I just... All right, all right. Fine, 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 fine. Listen, Carver, here's the thing. You are very important to me. Very important. So I want you to know that I am really thankful for your cooperation. But I have had a crazy day trying to make sure that you stay safe. So don't mess this up. You're not that important to me. Oh, you sound a lot like Morales there. Well, you know... She asked you to sweep seven times and you didn't. What? And she's a very good friend of mine. I did. did I got the broom. She said when I swept, it wasn't sweeping. And that don't make no sense. When you push stuff around with a broom, that's what sweeping is. All right. Lead the way. Okay. And we will sneak again. Yeah. Roll that sneak at a minus three. All right. I have follow my lead. So he can, if he's rolling, he can roll better or something. I'm just giving you a minus three. Okay, great. Because you have follow my lead, you being at a minus three is better than him rolling dice. (laughs) Sure. The the other thing is um, if at any point I can have him continue on, like if I roll bad, I'd, I'd be all about me getting caught and not him. Sure, sure, sure. If that's possible. Well... And we'll see what you're able to achieve. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, no. Well. Yowzer. That's not great. I must be tired. (laughs) And Carver must be very bad at sneaking. Um, I, I will make my own luck. Okay. You are up against a 12. I can still make that, uh, if I roll it and then ignore all the penalties. (laughs) Uh, I have an 11. And I spend grit to count that 11. Okay. It explodes. Sure. (laughs) Nah, that's it. I'm an 11. Okay. So you mentioned (laughs) that if push came to shove, you wanted to get caught instead of, uh, instead of Carver. Yeah. Okay. They did only get one net success over you because you're the aggressor and they rolled an 11 and a 12. So you knock out the 11 with your 11. The 12 is all that remains. So you get a they get a partial success over you. Because specifically you said if it came down to it, you wanted to get caught. The partial of that success is they will only capture. Like, well, capture. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But they, they they only get like Carver gets away. So sure. the, the so way. Oh. I'd, I'd like to have to- told him where we were going, like our destination. Um, yeah. 
Um, So you get to the upper crust. You sneak with him at your side to the upper crust. And then um, you uh, start doing this kind of thing where you you're not super familiar with the lay of the land. So you like kind of like have him like work on the outside of the mesa while you work on the like down like the main road Um, as you're trying to like keep up and like keep an eye out. And you're like telling him we're going to the Pearl. Um, Maybe you don't tell him. Not who we're meeting or yeah. anything like that. <laughs> like, um, I'll, I'll tell him that there should be a girl called Harry lurking around if, if like, we get separated to find her. Mm-hmm. Maybe is that – that's that's probably good because I feel like Harry's not going to listen to me and show up anyway. Uh, so, yeah, you tell him you're going to the to the Pearl, to the top suite of the Pearl. Um, uh, he sees, like, who lives up there? I feel like I should know. And then you're like, get a move on. And then, yeah. <laughs> and um, you're, you kind of like split a little bit. He's like trying to keep pace with you. And then you realize you have a shadow and you realize you are like walking into a sting operation. Like you realize you got like a couple guards who are walking behind you, a couple on the left side of you. You notice a couple down the way and you realize that in this moment, if you split off and go a different way, they'll follow you that way. And Carver will be able to make the rest of the way himself. Yep. <laughs> I do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you split off and uh, they start like tightening the noose around you. And um, at a certain point, you are standing above the creek on the top of the mesa on a bridge. And uh, security guards step out three on one side, uh, three on the other. And um, you see uh, Leo Riggs is with them. And he's got his hand on his gun. And he goes, Pax? Mr. Riggs? Why don't you uh, spare us all a headache and just come down to the captain's quarters with us? How close is the end of this stream to the edge? How close do you want it to be? Not very. (laughs) It's not very. (laughs) Um, So there's seven of them? Uh, No, uh, six total. One of them is Leo. Uh, that's not much better. Um, I suppose while you think about that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, Roland, you're able to get uh, to the Acostas. Um, and, uh, you're for the sake of brevity, you're able to talk your way fastly, like convince the guards, like it's it's me, you remember. It's me, this is it. Blah, blah, hey, Sylvester, you know, like, <laughs> see you. How's the family? Uh, and, uh, eventually you are the family, <laughs> uh, and eventually you are led to like, a a little like nice, uh, uh, like home in this area. 
uh, and the door opens and sitting in kind of that like just past the foyer and like the entrance area is uh, Severina Acosta. Morning. Good morning. Strange uh, to uh, see you here. Do you have news that could not be sent through the LRC? I didn't really have time to go through the uh, more secure channels. And I figured here in the heart of your um where's more secure than this? It's um, dangerous for you to come. I understand you are a wanted man. Yeah. Danger is relative. My job isn't safe. Would you like to be my plus one? <laughs> where are you taking me? I'm taking you to a meeting to decide the future of Tobias Station, as you asked. Well then. I suppose there is no time for breakfast? If it's already made, I bet we could take it to go. She like snaps her fingers and... <laughs> and uh, you do see uh, the person who brings out a little bit of breakfast is an indentured server- servant with a... Uh, uh, with the like metal torque, uh, kind of lightweight metal uh, loose like half ring collar uh, indicating their, their servitude. Um, uh, she, wa- uh, she walks in, uh, hands a, a plate to Severina. She goes, take the rest of the day off and, uh, gives her like a few spurs, uh, and then goes, well, and hands you like a, a small little plate. Goes, Lead the way. Great. We're heading to the upper crust. Where else would we be heading? Uh, and, uh, yeah, you and her walk up, uh, towards the upper crust. Um, Pax, what do you do? (laughs) So, unfortunately, I did say that I geared up. Yeah. Um, so I will take out my walkie-talkie and huck it. Off the mesa, uh, and then say, "Let's go." You're gonna you're gonna fight all six of these guys? No, I'm not. Let's go. Like, please, let's take uh, a look. Oh, 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 oh. Sure, 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 sure. I'm not going to fight them. I thought it was like, let's go. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) Let's fucking go. Yeah, no. Um, Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. So by all means, lead the way. uh, This is, this is, this is right. And um, Leo goes, smart choice. And then one of the guards steps up pulling out what looks like a, uh, a bar of metal at first and they chink, like kind of give it a shake and uh, manacles pop out around it and they put you in a containment manacle. Okay. Uh, which yeah, is a piece of like hover tech with manacles that kind of like can either be like, it keeps you either like a, like about a, like a foot and a half up off the ground. Maybe uh, if you're upright um, or a few feet off the ground, if you're laying flat so that you can be pushed like you're on a table. Um, but you got your like hands, uh, uh, like basically like latched to your side and your, and your ankles latched together. Um, they, they, you know, get you all, uh, trussed up and then 
start gliding you uh, uh, back towards the lower levels. There's a point, so they're leading you to one exit into the uh, into the like uh, the stairway leading down towards the the main body of the station, and on the other side of the creek, a door opens up, and uh, I think you do catch a glimpse of Severina Acosta stepping out with the disguised Roland uh, as. Um, as you're being pushed towards the door on the other side of the creek to be led to Morales's quarters. Uh, Roland, you see her as well. It's hard to miss. There's six security guards walking her, and, like a, and there's a bit of a crowd, which makes it easy for you and Severina to relatively remain unnoticed. Uh, yeah, I will. I will. Miss Acosta, I am so terribly sorry. If you would wait just one moment for me. She looks over to the scene and goes, Surely you do not mean to accost the guards. We have oh, a meeting no, no, to no. attend. We have a meeting to attend. I merely must relay a message before we go. Well, don't make me wait too long. I wouldn't dream of it. Um, yeah, I will, you know, calmly make my way over to the guards. Uh, and like slip into the crowd uh, on whatever side Leo is on. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and as he walks by, uh, I just want to make sure he hears me when I say, Mr. Riggs, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> he only stops stepping for a second. He like he's like walking with everyone. You say his name and he like straightens up and like his like step slows down a little bit. And then you say, this is it. And he like regains pace and keeps walking. Okay. Uh, I slip back out of the crowd over to Severina. It was a very short message. Well, I find brevity is important in our line of work. As is... Oh, no, I forgot the word. Damn. Uh, as is timeliness. Yes, Punctu of course. Punctuality. That's the word I wanted. Um, please. And let's I, go I, decide the fate of the station. And I lead the way to the pole of the station. Uh, you step in. And as you do, uh, you see... Oh, as as we get up there... I take out a handkerchief and I just sure clean off your face. <laughs> I, I just throw it into the creek. <laughs> <laughs> and as, uh, as you step in, you see in there, um, there's a person, um, uh, one of the uh, attendants is talking to a large man, um, with bushy eyebrows, uh, who's like, I, I, my, I don't understand. I was, I'm invited to, um, uh, I don't, I was going to the top suite. I don't under, I, my, my chauffeur. Uh, you must be Mr. Barkley, the man I'm here to see. Yeah, um, yes. I, like, walk past him to talk to the person at the front desk. I'm so sorry for my associate. He does not get up here very much. We're here to see Mr. Foster. Mr. Foster was saying he was expecting some company. Uh, your name? 
Uh, my name is Roland. Can I get you anything to drink? I would love a lemonade. All right, and for you, Mr. Costa. And she goes, put some rum in mine. <laughs> and uh, they don't address Carver. When they <laughs> and they get, for the best. they get you a lemonade and uh, with a drink for uh, Severina. And um, they gesture for the stairs and you and Severina start walking that way. Carver doesn't follow you at first. Carver. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. He's like, he recognizes Severina Acosta. He doesn't recognize you, but he is scared now that he realizes he is in a room with Severina Acosta. Don't worry, Carver. I'm friends with Pax. Um, we're, we're, uh, sure, sure. He like, like his mouth is like so dry, like he really wants a drink of something. <laughs> and uh, you get to the, uh, uh, you get to the, the elevator and bing, shh. And there's a large woman standing there looking at the three of you. James? She nods. Pleasure as always, Miss Acosta. And uh, they uh, step in. And Carver a sec for like hesitates for just a second, but is at least good enough to realize he's supposed to step in the elevator as well. It's more like a hesitation of like, do I run? Uh, they're looking at me, and he <laughs> <laughs> and he and he steps in with you, and shh, the door closes, and that's where we're gonna end tonight's session. <laughs> mm -hmm.